0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the PM Diaries We're your hosts, my name is Paige And my name is Maddie, welcome back Night Owls It is Wednesday, November 8th um, And it's a chilly fall evening in the Windy City It's also National Ashley Day So shout out to all the Ashleys Yeah shout out to all the Ashleys Mm -hmm. It's so funny though that it's National Ashley Day Because I feel like We've met a lot of like impactful Ashleys recently Yes, Isn't that crazy? Yes I have some very enlightening Ashleys In my life at the moment and I'm so excited About that because they have really made this journey Called life a lot easier for me Right now I know specifically Ashley on TikToks uh, (laughs) Southern West Sunshine sunshine Sunshine, Who teaches all the heatless curls t- uh, tutorials mm-hmm. and all the heatless blowout tutorials. Baby, yes. we are giving you your flowers, Ashley. Yes, and she's so positive. And then, like, my therapist's name is Ashley, too. So, shout out cool. to all the Ashleys. That's so cool. I wonder when's the National Maddie Day. Like, I need to find these We need to figure out. it out. But today was, there was a lot of names to choose from. Like, it was actually hard. It was, like, National Pete Day. What? National Kyle Day. And then I was like, that would be funny if we said it was National Kyle Day. Yeah. like... But yeah, there was a whole bunch of name days. No, it puts me in the mindset of that Ashley over there. Like you remember when like season one of Potomac, when yeah. Giselle and Robin were like being mean to Ashley and being shady, and they were calling her a thought. Basically, and then they're like like that Ashley over there because thought means like that hoe over there. I know. Oh, oh my god, no, that's so book. funny. So funny. How was your day? Um, it's been a pretty good day. It was a weekday, so you know how that is. But what mm-hmm. I do have to say is like. I hate to even have to say this. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Yeah. But like, I just love fall and winter because then traffic's not bad. And how sad is that? Like, I should be like just wanting the sun all the time. But I'm like, no, the darker it gets earlier, the less traffic is on the road. I could rock with this shit all day. 1000% true. I think that's not discussed enough. Or maybe it is the correlation between weather and traffic, especially in Chicago when you have fucked up, um, Transportation and roads and all that other stuff It's crazy Yeah. So that was like exciting And then I got like a really nice base Toad I'm like riding your wave right now Was it your idea to get the base Toad or was it mine first? Well I've always been obsessed with work toads So after going through a few And honestly when you think back to it as a kid I was the one who like wanted the tote bag As my backpack And it was funny because I was never allowed to Because mom was like that'll hurt your shoulder Or something But do you remember when I had that tote from Justice Um, that tote bag from Justice and it was like magenta sparkly with the Justice logo on the side Oh, my God. I remember you having a sparkly bag, girl. I didn't know yes. it was from Justice. So, for a hot second, I used that as my backpack at school. And I was living my fantasy with this Justice tote bag. Yeah. And then the shit broke. The strap broke. Of course. As and in true devastated. Justice fashion. I know. And you know, I like to carry way too much shit in my bag. Yes. So, I feel like I've been on the tote bag way for a while. Mm-hmm. But more recently, I've been, like, on the hunt for the perfect work bag. And I swear to God, I found it. Yeah. No, it's, it's- the Bays Extra Large Work Tote. Yes, it is so cute. It is so nice. I got the Bays Weekender um, bag, so that's my little hoe bag. But I also commute an hour, so I need, like, places to put. I need extra clothes. I need a pillow, honey. Like, I need it all. It's funny, though, because as I've gotten older, like, I don't know why. It was so weird when you think about it. But it's not – I just didn't carry purses. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just because I wasn't really going anywhere. or Like, I was – kind of footloose and fancy free and for a while like our job it wasn't really like a place that you get cute for you know what I mean for sure so but now I'm like all into like my purse gig right now like yes. I'm like no it's like a security blanket mm-hmm. to have what you need with you that's cunt no we could actually do a legitimate think study on why we, we were obsessed with purses like I need to put this out there that's we, true. we were the kids that had pick stitch I'll never forget the pick stitch app on my phone and I took outfit ideas from fucking random shit I saw yes. and would put like a shirt with a hat with shoes with a purse and I was obsessed with purses yeah. but I I feel like I never carried a purse because I lived in like la la land and always mm-hmm. wanted $20,000 purses yeah and if I couldn't have the $20,000 purse I just didn't want a purse at have all a purse. and it's like crazy because it's funny because we still have expensive taste on the internet like we'll see something I'll send it to you I'm like oh my god I hope this is in my price range the shit is $20,000 I know dollars. and that's how you know too like I'm not just a whore to a price tag yeah because I'll be looking at the shit and then I pull up the price tag I'm like of course I like the couch that's $20,000 of, of course of course that's like, so on brand for us that's funny no No, but I love a good tote bag yes for sure how was your day my day was good I had like an interesting experience today I got to try a whole bunch of different foods today um yeah and then I even learned how to make a tamale um so that was I hope I said that right because I really don't want to be like the bitch who can't like I promise you I will I can pronounce some shit correctly but (laughs) it was fun but for those of you who are listening if I sound tired I'm trying to hide it so bad right now It's because I really am so tired Yeah It was midterms week for those of y'all who don't know mm-hmm. Midterms week and the final push At least for me of my final class Um, So I am exhausted There were a lot of things that dropped I had to cancel personal training Which yep. I hate having to do Yeah but I'm sacrificing a lot. We had to miss a lot of podcast episodes. Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel like it's been an unusually busy Week. time. And it makes sense because it was midterms, like you said. There was a yeah. bunch of fucking shit going on. Yeah. So, But it sucks because this is my happy place. This is my happy place. Literally, this is the highlight of my day sitting here Literally, and talking to you. It's what, so what, I feel like my spirit is out of whack when I don't get to do this. It's an outlet, you yeah, know? Definitely out Heavy on the outlet part because... When bitches are talking crazy and stuff And I'm just like oh my gosh like whatever my head's in the cloud Like Mm -hmm. I'm heads in the clouds I'm like planning A podcast episode and like storyboarding And shit so exactly yeah no Happy to be back happy to be Back for sure we missed you Guys so much we missed talking Yes um so what is going On today I don't know let's Get into this wind down yeah let's get into this Wind down um obviously While we were not filming Courtney and Travis did welcome their baby boy Yes I do have to mention that the baby Baby's name is Rocky. So okay. uh, we put when you when we discussed yeah. the baby shower, the earlier. eagle-eyed fan was was Sp- for yes. sure onto something. I like the name yeah. Rocky. I know we talked about this before. It's a mm-hmm. cute name. Yeah, it is a super cute name. Um, so really happy. It seems like everything went well for Courtney, and that's so exciting. Um, we did have some really exciting news. <laughs> Excuse me, not the oh, frog Lord. got my throat. One second. <clears> throat> <laughs> now the frog Got your throat oh Damn it's Bitches was, are coming for I us I was going to laugh And God said He doesn't <laughs> like When bitches are ugly So yeah. He humbled my ass Definitely okay, humbled ahead. your ass But I feel like We have to discuss The news coming out In the political world Last night Oh my god um, So much political news So much It's insane Um Some big big news though Reproductive freedom Did win on the ballot In Ohio Kentucky And Virginia wow. Why is that a big deal Because these states Are purple states And they lean red Yeah Um so the fact that reproductive freedom won In all three of those states Is a big fucking deal Ohio showed the fuck out That's yeah. what I'm talking about Ohio I know Which it's It's like you said Just to set it up It was a really big election night Last Definitely. night Definitely I didn't mean, even know Yeah That's we saw crazy. Well it's because we've been so busy Girl my You know In in, in college clouds. We literally used to watch debates All the time Political debates I'd be on Twitter mm-hmm. I was always watching the news Like yeah. anytime If somebody came to my dorm The TV was on CNN all the yep. time Like like, so it's weird kind of now to be out of touch a little bit. Yeah. Um. But it was election night in America last night, honey, and people showed up and showed out. They did. I think it's just interesting. But we also saw in Ohio, um, marijuana was legalized. Yep. The use of recreational marijuana was yep. legalized, too. So these are really big, like, issues, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's just very interesting to see. It is. And it's so funny you bring up the fact that we were super enthralled with it. I would even say in, like, high school and college, mm-hmm. I was very, very political. political. I have a mind in political science i would have bet money that i would have been like a political commentator or a politician and, you know, as I've grown up, I've, I've really backed off of it a little bit. And I have to say, I don't miss it. Yeah. Like, I will always be active and I'll mm-hmm. always do my part in that way. But we were so invested. Yeah. I think it, it's kind of like when you just need to give yourself a break from something. I yeah. haven't missed it. You know what's weird, though? I think we're passionate about everything we do. We are. So it's not even something that was special about politics. But I remember when you were getting your minor in political science and I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, let me try to get a minor in political science. <laughs> do. Honey, I took that class. I said, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Because yes. I was thinking about it. You know, I'm a communication major. For those of you who didn't know, I always wanted to be a journalist. Like, that was my dream as a child, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was more so thinking about politics as, like, the relational side of things. Girl, they stuck me in this class. We were doing bullshit. Yep. Polls uh, and shit, Polls right? and data and analytics. I was like, oh, hell no. Where is the door? Exactly. I literally think, I think I dropped that class. I think we did, too. I and think I we we never both turned dropped back it. I was done No I was like What the fuck is this shit I'm not trying to do No fucking polls baby If I wanted to do Data and analytics I would have did that Thank you Yeah so there's a lot Of things that can be Like redundant and tiring About that pathway yes. As well But it's just funny To see like how Your trajectory changes uh-huh. Like as you get older I it's don't know It's so funny And, and w- how we came back Home to journalists Which is what I Always wanted to do Exactly We definitely came back home We'll have to see What role it plays Later in life But as of right now I'm happy with this Distance that we've created I know um, um, there was another really exciting thing. I just think it's kind of cute, and what? it's kind of like camp. Like the Hollywood sign turned a hundred. Oh, and like when you think about that, that's crazy. I know. Number one, I would have thought it was older than a hundred. That's one. Lifetime. I wouldn't have. I thought it was. I would have thought it was younger. No, that's one lifetime. It's giving Mount Rushmore. Like I thought mm. that shit was really stamped in history. Like okay. people live to be a hundred. We have people older than hundred alive right now. That's true. So that's like one lifetime. Oh, you're right. Right, because okay so for some reason you said the Hollywood sign you know what my mind went to what the Hollywood Walk of Fame oh no. so that's what I thought about yeah I'm surprised the Hollywood sign isn't older yeah it's Isn't just a, it's a really beautiful monument. I really want to see the Hollywood. Sign. Yeah, we have to see the Hollywood sign. We're going to have to make a trip out to California, though, because mm-hmm. I got to get to Erewhon to try all these smoothies. Maybe. I know. I'm sorry. I need to try the smoothies. Like, I'm just curious now. Like, everyone's talking about it. I need to try it. I know. But that's actually really cute. Happy birthday, Hollywood sign. Yes. Um. And as we step into this fall season, it is really, really starting to feel like fall to mm-hmm. me now there's oh my goodness gracious i know our neighbor is so kind for that i know what the she hell she just had to slam her door so now all Clooney's going crazy night. i can't Clooney, no sorry y'all like we said we're in our home studio so this is just a feature from our pup <laughs> but it's just really starting to feel like thanksgiving to me like i don't know it definitely just, it feels like oh It's feeling like Thanksgiving to her too. Now we have to just thank our neighbor for forever, I guess. I know what the hell should I get her? Yeah, let's get her. Should I get her? Where is she? Clooney. She's at the door ready Clooney. to square up because she's scared. Clooney. Oh, she's like right behind you. I know, but she's she knows that we're going to try to get her and now she's not going to want to go. I'm going to hope but, she'll be quiet. We can move on. I know, but anyways, it's really starting to feel like Thanksgiving to mm. me and it feels so good. Yeah. Do you ever have that feeling of like feeling like you're walking through your elementary school again? Yes. And, and it just hits you at random times. It hits you. I don't know if it's the nostalgia piece mm-hmm. or maybe because I'm starting to see more fall decorations or it's because something. it feels like fall sensory yeah. or whatever it's something but it's, it's like just, it's so nostalgic for me i know it's like i'll get nostalgia from the most randomest of places too like it could be me looking at the sunset it can be like a a, a breeze it can be what the lighting looks like like the smallest thing but it really takes me to a happy place i know and i just i just love nostalgia like it makes me happy yeah well, these are the little things but um speaking of like fall and thanksgiving did you see that di Released a limited edition. Oh, how the? I've butchered that guy. DiGiorno. honey guys. DiGiorno, I'm so sorry. Like, I when I tell you, I'm like slurring my words because I'm that tired. That's what I'm telling you. Chill. But DiGiorno released a limited edition Thanksgiving pizza. Oh my Wait, gosh. I have not even looked up this pizza. I think it has like turkey and green beans on it. But you know Ooh, what's hilarious? Turkey and green beans. I on think it. it does. You know what's funny? You remember last year, like when I got DoorDash from that yes. sandwich place? I was literally I was too scared up. to eat it. You it, didn't it, try it? No, it sat oh. in the fridge. It was a turkey, cranberry, No, gravy. it was, we need to set it up because a lot of the places all over the country, but also, especially in Chicago, because there's like all these cool restaurants and stuff, mm-hmm. they'll do things like special, special for Thanksgiving or special yeah. for the holiday. So we went to this place that had a Thanksgiving sub. I tried it and it was really good. You tried good. it? I tried it. What? remember I went out. With thou who shall not be named. Oh, thou who shall not be named. I went out with thou who shall not be named. And then when I got home, I was hungry. And you had ordered the subs. Oh, and I tried it and it was good. Oh, There's no reason to be scared. Even saltier. Girl, there was turkey on it. Cranberry. Wore, cranberry. It was so I good. There was gravy. Gravy. And it oh was something God. else. But like thinking of like it literally tasted like a Thanksgiving plate I'm so jealous. I know. No, you aren't. I'm so jealous. You're like, so silly. No, I got so scared to try it. But Why are like, you scared? I thought you know. ordered two of them. We could have shared. Goofy. I get so nervous, like something in my head just switches, and I'm like, that's gonna be nasty. And I, I wasn't even like that as a kid. I don't know don't know what's going on. I but don't know if the DiGiorno piece is given though, because they have green beans on it. That I might know. be a no for me. Yeah, it might be a no because I'm sitting there like they're waterlogged. Like <laughs> if you freeze green beans and then you thaw it, and you <laughs> oh my god, I can't between even laugh between you coughing. between the dog barking and you coughing, and me coughing, baby, just hang it up, bitch. It, are, are you drinking up? wine? That's mm-hmm. why your ass is coughing. I'm not drinking okay. wine. I got cough. I got tea. Oh, okay. But I'm being poisoned by my apartment. Yeah. So that's what's going true on. True life mold is kicking my fucking, fucking ass. ass. <laughs> and mold true life, I'm really about to. Square up with this shit. I know, but true life. We are also going to try the DiGiorno limited edition pizza, Girl. and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll do You're a food review. Up. Will it be our first ever food review? Ooh. oh, is it going to be our first ever food review? PM uh, food review coming That's at you cute. live and direct with oh, it. Okay, yeah, we'll have to try it. That's funny. Yes, we will. All Speaking right. Speaking of holidays. Oh. Thou who shall be named Miss <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter released a Christmas EP called Fruitcake, which Ooh, I'm so excited for. Too. Number one, I think I'm a whore for creativity. Me too. Like I, I as I get older and like I'm, I'm self-reflecting, I'm a whore for creativity mm-hmm. and for a concept. Yes She released this EP And like it was just Done well You know how You're just It's just done well The yes. details are just there They're thought out Yes There's a clear Thorough string yes. Story The cover of her EP Is a playoff of a recipe Literally for a fruitcake Wow The length of the EP Is like the recipe time It takes to bake the cake It's so cute Yes Fruitcake is a holiday thing You mm-hmm. know what I mean It's yep. just so And it's also a playoff It's like a funny Tongue in cheek word yes. too Because the word Has taken on new meanings as we've Evolved as a society but So it's gonna have six Songs on it I think unless I can't count Starting with A Nonsense Christmas Buy Me Presents Santa Doesn't Know You Like I Do Cindy Lou Who Is It New Years Yet and White Christmas I am so excited You mentioned us being whores for creativity Yes and the thing is Like I remember when we were kids and we would make like dioramas and we would make posters and we would go balls to the wall with this shit like when we did some of our posters do you remember my hello kitty pinata from school oh that was oh, I overdid my part I why went are we balls so extra? to the wall okay for those of y'all who don't know because we, I guess this is just gonna be the podcast of stories tonight I think yeah. it's just because we haven't talked in so long and now I I'm going crazy we're just mile a minute right now I know But so we had to do this project for Spanish class where we had to make piñatas. I don't think I had to do this assignment because we had different Spanish teachers. So basically you had to choose a character that you wanted to do. So, you know, a lot of people had these cute, humble, probably normally sized piñatas. My sister decides to make, I want to say the. The Hello Kitty was the size of our fucking torso. It was huge. It was so big. Mom had to take us to school early just for us to be able to get it to the classroom because we wouldn't be able to walk it down the hallway. And then it took so long because I had to paint it. Mm -hmm. And then I had to place like papers, like Mm -hmm. paper that you stick on. In the yeah. right areas like girl I went All out but like we've always been like That and I think that's why I enjoy he- Talking about Sabrina's EP And I yeah. love artists like Taylor Swift And Beyonce and Ariana Grande And Nicki Minaj people that really tell Stories with yeah. their music and it's Rooted in something yeah like this Is where you get to let everything Out on yeah. the table like if you think About it in your life where can you just Let your insides just go at, Like just have yeah. fun like where your, your, your childhood memories your sad memories your happy Mm -hmm. memories like like it's just insane I love it it's just so much fun. Like, I feel like I can't wait to listen to this. Sabrina Carpenter has been in her fucking bag. bag. She is finding she's, her own. Honey. Oh, she's found her own. She's found her look. I know mm-hmm. I talked about this a long time ago on the podcast. Yeah. She never needs to change her hair. She's nope. found her look. She's found her sound. Like, I'm obsessed. Um, I didn't see when this EP was coming out. No. Um, I'm about to type Probably it in Probably before quick. Christmas. If I had to go out on a limb here. Oh, (laughs) of course I'm thinking beginning of of November God damn it, I can't find it Whatever, but we'll be tuned in And we'll be talking about it, honey Yes, we will I'm so excited Should we get into the bedtime stories? Let's get into the bedtime stories Who's going first? Me? You can go first because a cough is coming off Oh, okay Um. I pause for Paige's Call. Okay. Oh my God, this is a mess. Go ahead. Story one. People magazine reports Timberland apologizes for saying Justin Timberlake should have put a muzzle on Britney Spears, saying you have a voice. Timbaland has apologized for comments he made about Britney Spears. The music producer recently came under fire for saying um, in an October 29th interview that his longtime collaborator, Justin Timberlake, should have put a muzzle on Spears amid allegations she made about him that came to light following the release of her bombshell memoir, The Woman in Me. On Wednesday, Timbaland issued an apology in a TikTok live stream. After he received backlash, Timblin shared a portion of the apology on his Instagram. There's no explanation. Nothing, he said in the clip. Put a muzzle? on, Put a muzzle? Yo, what the freak was I thinking about? I should have never said it. To all the Britney fans, you're right and I'm wrong. I can look outside myself and say that wasn't a joke and that wasn't a nice thing to say. I apologize to Britney fans and her it's never too late to apologize Timbaland wrote in the caption of the video which was soundtracked by his One Republic hit song Apologize that song is good as fuck by the way Side that's note. almost like a staple of our childhood it and is. Grey's Anatomy right was it mm. Grey's Anatomy no baby that was a different song but continue okay <laughs> Although the live stream expired, fan recordings of the longer video have surfaced on social media. Come on, man, I'm keeping it 1000 with y'all, but I'm sorry to all the Britney fans, even to her. The music industry veteran said, you have a voice. You speak what you want to speak. Who am I to tell you not to speak? And I was wrong, you know, for saying that. Timbaland made the comments last month when he was in uh, when he was in. Conversation with fellow producer Ninth Wonder at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., where he was asked by an audience member about one of his songs with Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Being in the news again, following Spears' mention of it in her memoir. She's going crazy, right? He said, I wanted to call JT and say, man, you should have put a muzzle on that girl. Oh, goodness. Oh, uh, Timberlake. Okay, can I just start off with, I'm so happy that he gave a full-throated apology. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that so much because as a person who fucks up and doesn't always say the right things all the time I it wasn't about me I'm Mm -hmm. choosing to forgive Timberland as a Britney Spears fan one thing though that I will say when I first heard it I think people were taking it literally like him saying like you need to put a muzzle on that I think he was more so talking along the lines of like you should have had her sign an NDA you kind of should have taken maybe taken care of this got basically paid her to shut up or something like that that was kind of what I thought Mm -hmm. but I I do think it's like it can be on a historical sense rooted in misogyny that you Definitely. are silencing a woman or, or doing all that you can to get her to mm-hmm. shut up and my thing here is like justin timberlake you already know my feelings about justin and like this podcast will never be a platform where i tear people down so we don't even need to get into that mm-hmm. but i do have concerns about some of the behavior that has surfaced in mm-hmm. the past years and and interactions that he's had with People and how yeah. he treats people, and I think the main issues of those concerns is like I feel like when people don't suit the image that he's trying to to promote at the time, yeah. he all of a sudden is just so above it all and like justice yeah. for Janet. Like if it, it, it you wanted it, it was all cool and like yeah, it's old shit, but I'm bringing it up. Like everything <laughs> was cool, but when Janet's titty came out, then it oh wasn't. Then okay. it was an issue because it didn't fit your image. Yeah, you were acting a full backstage. with with some black female I can't think of her name right now but then when the shit hit the news and you had trolls and shit coming out and you're trying to be the family guy yeah. now it's an issue yeah. and now Britney's embarrassing you because you're trying to play two things behind the scenes and in front of the scenes yeah. and now Timbaland's trying to say put a muzzle on it like and then you have to think like Timbaland, who are you? Yeah. For real. Well, people were saying, and it's crazy too, because you know how sometimes fan culture can get, people were coming for Timbaland heavy, baby, heavy in those comments. They don't play. And basically say, you're just upset because Britney refused to do a song with you. And that's probably And they thought that she was just that he was being retaliatory. Yeah. But what made, I want to know, like this... I don't know all the history. I was young. But, like, what made this interviewer ask Timbaland about what Britney Spears was saying about Justin Timberlake in The Woman in Me? Well, I don't think that's a crossover of. Well, clearly oh, have it to was broad video up. Well, they mentioned like Crimea River being in the news because Britney mentioned it in the memoir. But is Timberland in Crimea River? He's the producer on it, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I was thinking in the back of my head, why the fuck are y'all talking about Justin, yeah. Justin Timberlake and Brady Spears? Yeah, no, he's the producer on it. I'm pretty oh. sure. Okay, so somehow he tied it into. Mm. But like at the end of the day, you're right. It's rooted in misogyny. It is. If it was a man saying it, and I hate to yeah. pull that card, but I just don't think he would have said put up. You should have put a muslin to bitch. me I she should have put a muzzle on his ass yeah like to me i don't even view it as pulling a card like i know it's a figure of speech but mm-hmm. there's literally like truth to this yeah. and the fact that people will go to the ends of the earth i mean it makes me think about how when a woman wanted to divorce their husband or whatever they were thrown into an insane asylum and lobotomized yep. i mean like and i'm not even trying to get dark mm-hmm. but like i think that's why this was so painful for people yeah because it was kind of like oh you're saying what we don't say out loud yep. you know and what i yeah, mean yeah of course. And it's like, the minute a woman starts talking she's nagging and she's oh we need to shut her up because you're not just sitting there and looking pretty and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like baby the one thing is like women will always have their mouth and they're always smarter than you and that's really what the issue is you're just mad because she had the audacity like to go against yeah I don't know if you saw the clip of Lance Bass in the airport Um, I don't think so but either the paparazzi or a fan asked him what he thought of the woman in me Mm -hmm. and he was basically saying like I want to move forward with forgiveness. Da, da, da. it, it kind of ties into what Timbla was saying asking for forgiveness like what did he do? Well, Justin Timberlake? No. Fans were upset. Lance Bass. No, Lance Bass was asking fans to, to forgive Justin Timberlake oh, okay. and saying Britney has forgiven him, etc. I mean, I'm not a person who's against forgiveness. I understand that he was really young, etc. But I appreciate that Timbaland apologized for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes to say, like, not everything is funny. And you really have to be careful with what you say. But I'm going to go off script here. We have some crazy breaking news right now. Omegle has officially shut down after 14 years. Is that breaking? My heart sank. I can't. No, 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 no. no. I can't you. No, because I... (laughs) Girl, who the fuck is using Omegle? Me! Do you understand how many childhood memories that we have with Omegle? Yeah. Being at sleepover parties with friends and we're online talking to 50-year-old men on the internet? I'm kidding. (laughs) But just, like, do you remember this? Yeah, like, I'll never forget. Do you want to share Omegle stories and remember It literally, yes, I do. But I want to read you this statement first. Omegle was born in 2009 and it, you know, like went to heaven in 2023 (laughs) along with Vine and all the other platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, But it says, Dear Strangers, from the moment I discovered the Internet as a young age, it has been a magical place to me. Growing up in a small town, relatively isolated from the larger world, it was a revelation how much more there was to discover. How many interesting people and ideas the world had to offer. As a young teenager, I couldn't just waltz into a College campus and tell a student let's debate Moral philosophy I couldn't walk Up to a professor and say tell me something interesting About microeconomics but Online I was able to meet those people and Have those conversations Um, Omegle said this This is a a statement from Omegle this could Be fake news but we're just gonna go with it Girl (laughs) this might be fake news go ahead It says in short the internet Opened the door to a much larger More diverse and more vibrant world Than I would have otherwise been able to Experience and enabled me to be an active participant participant in and contributor to that world all of this helped me to learn and grow into a more well <laughs> girl this grow into a more well rounded person this is so cute Aww. oh my god and this reporting is from pop crave okay well if it's <sighs> true I'm devastated let's let's share omegle stories just to put in remembrance so I obviously know. the dick pics will we'll, we'll, all not dick pics I, but the dick vids or dick, I know, whatever whatever dick on the camera do you whatever. realize how old Were we going to these sleepover parties Girl 12 We were literally I think in like middle school yeah we were young I can't I, I definitely didn't have a sleepover in high school no. we were younger than that oh my god um, these are core memories for me like I could drop a tear <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but I'll never forget I was on Omega at like one of my friends birthday parties and these two people from Spain came on the screen and it was like literally like holy shit that was holy the moment shit. I realized like wow like holy shit these are like completely different people being linked Um, you know Online. to talk I know and I guess one of them was playing their guitar too I think yeah I I remember that they're and musicians oh my god i just thought that was breaking news and i just i literally when i saw it i just like oh my god okay yeah. r.i.p so omegle. moving i know art rest in peace omegle you yeah. were a real one the the one of the baddest bitches to ever do it mm-hmm. um, The first of your kind maybe we can crowdsource and revive omegle cause no I'm, no <laughs> no i'm not down We've maybe maybe TikTok we can come up with our own else. omegle no no Oh my god. Well, you are, we'll, we'll 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 sidebar this and figure it out and then release it when we're ready. We'll table this. Yeah, okay. Table it. Moving on to story two, People magazine says Patrick Dempsey is finally People's Twenty Twenty Three Sexiest Man Alive. Um, he joked that I've always been the bridesmaid. <laughs> It's been almost two decades since Patrick Dempsey sauntered onto the small screen as a neurosurgeon, Derek McDreamy Shepherd, on ABC's Grey's Anatomy, and even longer since his breakthrough role as an endearing outcast in 1987's Can't Buy Me Love. His heartthrob status created such a fan frenzy that he graced the pages of the very issue countless times over the years. Now he's taking home the Sexiest Man Alive crown saying quote, I'm glad it's happening at this point in my life. The main native tells people and this week's cover story he goes on to say it's nice to have the recognition and certainly my ego takes a little bump, but it gives me the platform to use it for something positive. Closest to his heart is the Dempsey Center, which he founded in honor of his late mom to support cancer patients and their loved ones. Other passions include being a family man to his wife, Jillian, and their daughter, Tallulah, and twins, Sullivan and Darby, as well as honoring his penchant for race car driving. So what went through his mind when he first heard the news, you ask? He said, I was completely shocked, and then I started laughing. Like, this is a joke, right? I've always been the bridesmaid, he says, laughing. I'd completely forgotten about it and never even contemplated being in this position, so my ego is good. Oh, that's I, cute. Wait, when I heard that they announced him as Sexiest Man Alive, I just assumed that he this was his second or third time getting yeah. it. Yeah. Because when he blew up on Grey's Anatomy as Mick Dreamy, why didn't they take their opportunity? Yeah, because the- Mick Steamy from Grey's Anatomy was sexiest man alive, right? Really? I don't know. Let Look me that see. Up. Um, This is really cute. I know the article while you look this up, the article did name some other sexiest guys. So sexiest funny guy was Trevor Noah. Sexiest podcast host was Taylor Lautner. Sexiest Ken was Ryan Gosling. Sexiest grandpa was Pierce Brosnahan or whatever the hell. Sexiest athlete was Travis Kelsey and sexiest musician was Harry Styles. Oh my God. Do they have this for girls? I I think it's the most something woman alive. Is it sexiest woman alive? I don't think there's sexiest woman alive. I know there's that GQ thing where it's like the best girlfriend, or we think she'll be the best girlfriend. Because I remember when Gigi Hadid won that. Oh, really? But I'm like, where is this for the girls? Maybe you know it what exists. I mean? Isn't it like most beautiful alive or something? So Eric Dane, sorry to cut you no, off. I'm fine. like all over the place. I'm so excited to be talking right now. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> short. Circuiting. A mile a minute. A mile a minute. But Eric Dane from Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy, he was mixed steamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he was. He's. It said he was voted sexiest actor alive. Okay. But I don't see him as sexiest man alive but this shocks me no because I feel like they choose people every year that I don't that I can't like just I don't know like I guess they just aren't on the top of my mind yeah Um. I don't you, think I'm mad at this choice no though. me neither and I like that he said he wants to do good with the platform I'm here for that because yeah. I do think that like Spend it on its head and do something amazing with it and wonderful, and take something that's supposed to be like vain and vapid and make it like fierce and yeah. like f- philanthropic. I'm here for it. Yeah. You know who else got a little nod? I know you went through all the ones, but Pedro Pascal was voted as sexiest dog dad alive. Okay. And I think he got the best title. Like, that's, that's so cute. cunt. But who would you vote as sexiest man alive? Who would you see coming up? Soon mm. as sexy's as been alive, so I don't know if the world agrees, but I agree because I think that there's like a <laughs> lot that goes into it. There's a whole energy, is how you treat people. Mm-hmm. So, my first choice is always going to be like Neve Shulman, and I don't yeah. think a lot of people will like choose Neve, but like. You know me so like Mm -hmm. you know I've always Talked about how nice he is and I think that's a quality You should well seemingly nice yes That's a quality you should always look for Someone that treats people nicely It doesn't have toxic masculinity Yeah isn't a piece of shit you know Um but if I had to just Choose based on looks because I know less About this person Mm -hmm. young man Zeno. I okay. think that's how you say his name, and he's the one who was in beef on Netflix. He was right? in beef. He was also in SZA's music video for "Snooze." Yeah, young man, Zeno. I, I believe. can see him as that. I think what I notice is that a lot of times they choose mature men. Mm-hmm. Um, do. so I think that's the only thing working against him. He has a couple more <laughs> years. I was gonna even throw Bad Bunny's name in the oh, ring. Oh yeah, he would have been a good choice. Um, I think Bad Bunny would have been a good choice. Um, who else? Because he's popping right now. Yeah, he is. I I can't think. I don't really keep up with men does no. that show yeah. i could see justin bieber getting it in the future girl please i'm no i'm serious it, they won't even give him a grammy honey i don't see a lot of of musicians on this list though but i see a lot of actors and actresses like will excuse me not actresses the fuck <laughs> will smith johnny depp brad mm. pitt ryan mm. gosling like all the people that you would probably think of have gotten it i think this uh this list leans towards actors though yeah it um, does but that it I does. thought that was interesting So yeah, yeah congratulations to Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey Always the bridesmaid honey He's finally the bride It just I'm made me think it. of when he got kicked off of Grey's Anatomy And how did fucking devastated I was You don't when remember he died? when he got killed off Of but Grey's Anatomy kick, Was it like because shit if, was happening So word on the street is that Shonda Rhimes was upset with him Which is why she killed his fucking character off damn. I will never God, ever damn. Ever be over his fictional death in yeah. that show ever in that, my life? That was some next level heartbreak. That was next level. I was and it crying. It was slow and painful. Like I remember sitting on the couch, like are they gonna kill him? No, like and wake they him killed him. him. It and was terrible. Cried. And he has a wife and a child in that yeah, show, and it was fucking so horrible. Sad. And now we have to deal with like Meredith's heartbreak, and it's just like, I know, oh. and it'll never be the same. She'll never find her her. What did they call each other? My person or whatever. No, I don't never. Oh well, my god. I don't know, but now I we're getting know. off topic. Uh, it just breaks my heart. Now, like <laughs> I can't even look at a picture of him without thinking about his character Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. For That's sure. How you know his impact, baby? Impact. Alrighty, are we getting into story three? Yes, we are. You're a noisemaker tonight. I'm a, what a noise What the hell machine? is going on? Girl, you, you miss a couple episodes, you forget how to be, have your cooth. You forget how to act, Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Alright, let's get into story three. Variety reports, this shit is messy. Okay, Variety reports, HBO boss Casey Bloys apologizes for using fake Twitter accounts to troll TV critics. <laughs> HBO and Max CEO and chairman Casey Blois apologized to TV critics Thursday for using fake Twitter accounts to respond to negative reviews of HBO series. For those of you who know me, you know that I am a programming executive who is very, very passionate about the shows that we decide to do. And the people who do them and the people who work on them, Bloys said Thursday morning. I want the shows to be great. I want people to love them. I want you all to love them. It's very important to me that you all think... um." That you all what you all think of the shows Bloys admitted to have come up with a very, very dumb idea to vent his frustration. Now when I take this issue with something in a review or take issue with something I see I DM many of you and many of you are gracious enough to engage with me in a back and forth and I think that is probably a much healthier way to go about this. All right, guys, sorry, there was an audio issue. This is a ghetto episode tonight, but we're going to keep rolling. Um, I think I left off at and many of you are gracious enough to. Okay, sorry, I thought my mic wasn't working. Go ahead. And many of you are gracious enough to engage with me in a back and forth. And I think that is probably a much healthier way to go about this. Boy's remarks come one day after Rolling Stone published a story detailing a lawsuit brought against the exec and the HBO from Uh, and HBO from former employee Sully Tamori who claims to have been wrongfully terminated. Tamori who at the time was an executive assistant claims he was instructed to make a Twitter account for these purposes as a fake person named Kelly Shepard a self-described vegan Texan mom. Tamori sent tweets from this account at Blois' request in response to critics' negative reviews. Additionally, Tamori told Rolling Stone that he left anonymous comments on some Deadline articles in response to other users' negative remarks about the HBO series and execs at Blois' request damn this is messy i just feel like i feel like our audio is messing up again do you hear it like cutting in and out maybe no. stop touching your mic i'm not even touching okay it. go ahead i literally just feel like this is just like messy like i feel like at this point like if you care that much of d- course you, he like cares. i don't want to be judgmental but like did he never have to deal with criticism i think or? i would probably care too I would definitely care when you're putting out work that you care so much about. I mean, he's I think what gags me the most about the article is that he's the HBO and Max CEO. But what gags me even more about the about this article is, baby, you got caught. (laughs) How do you get caught on a fake Twitter? That ruins the point of a fake Twitter. He got caught because once again, you give somebody a secret and then you terminate their ass and they're pissed. So So, he terminated the vegan Texan mom. He terminated the fake account holder. And oh you thought they God. weren't going to run to the press with that messy well, shit? he fucked up when he gave somebody else control of his fake account. Exactly. If you're going to have a fake account, baby, and this is coming from an expert. if you're- <laughs> Here's the rules <laughs> to a this fake account, account, bitch. i will lay it, it out for you. And a, fa- and a Twitter and everything else that you got <laughs> between, going on. In between. A fake book. Exactly. You don't ever let somebody else handle your fake platform. Ever. Ever. And you do that shit yourself and you laugh and hee it home, baby. <laughs> Incognito. Incognito. That's some shit you keep to yourself, oh, honey. Oh, he's an amateur. He's an amateur. Hold up. I got to look up this guy. He's an amateur. It's I, not given Gen Z. It's not given Gen Z or Millennial. Or millennial. No, because you would know the rules to a fake account. I like, know. you would know the rules by now. It's and just And he the said rules. this all stemmed basically from his pain of yeah. people making fun of his show. Like, he's super passionate about it and the critique, he just wanted to cuss their ass out, basically. Aww. But you know what took me out, honey? What? Not vegan texting mom. Not vegan texting mom. She, does she sound like the type watching HBO? No. Hell but, no. Well, honestly, there's there's so many people watching HBO. I don't even. Is I just there? think. How do you get caught? Like, and I know I keep going back to this point, but baby, like <sighs> rule number one to a fake account, baby. And I'm we gonna give we it to some you rules. straight. We from need the some PM rules of, of engagement, Casey Boyce. But you know what? I'm actually gonna shoot my shot. What? As a general Zer who's grown up in the technology age if you need someone to run your fake account I would gladly me hit me up like I'll send you my resume I promise <laughs> you I'm good at that yep. my skills would be a perfect fit for this mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have gotten you caught up no and I'll so, talk my shit oh my god that's crazy though yeah alright moving on to the next story So, the Associated Press reports that the Next Met Gala theme was unveiled, and it's going to be the quote, sleeping beauties of fashion. It may be time to get out those fairytale ball gowns. The theme of the next Met Gala has been unveiled as Sleeping Beauty's reawakening fashion. In this case, though, the title refers not to a princess with a pricked finger, but to the fabulous gown she might be wearing. The stars of the Met spring exhibit to be launched by the Celebrity studded Met Gala on May 6th will be treasured garments from the vast collection of the Costume Institute of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Some too fragile to hang upright, lest they disintegrate. They will lie in glass cases like Sleeping Beauty herself. Curator Andrew Bolton, who masterminds all of the Met's blockbuster fashion exhibits, says he was looking for a way to literally breathe life into a collection of 33,000 pieces, many of which are never seen. He's chosen about 250 of them spanning four centuries. This is so exciting. Can I just say? Um, I do I'm a person that enjoys the Met Gala. I don't know if it's my favorite, like, awards red carpet favorite? moment. You sounded like favorite. Dorit. Oh my god, that's such a compliment. Go ahead. And now I sound like <laughs> I'm like traveled and have five accents. I know. Um, but I think I don't know if it if it's my favorite, like reward or like a award carpet or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck they call it you know what i'm trying to say. fashion carpet i don't know if it's my favorite but i do like it like i i think one of my favorite ever met gala themes was camp yeah i felt like when you give someone a theme where they can just go fucking crazy like just go crazy like that was fun i really liked surprisingly i liked the night of a thousand or the night of carl lagerfeld yeah um I didn't know if I was going to like that one because like I, excuse me because I thought everyone was going to show up in a cuz okay I thought everyone was going to show up in like Chanel yeah but it was actually really good like seeing the interpretations yeah. I'm excited to see this one. I'm um, excited to see it too. Yeah. I think for this one, I would go full blown princess. Definitely. There's not a lot of opportunities where you have to do that anymore. And honestly, I don't know if it really aligns with like my taste necessarily, Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, there's still a lot of ambiguity with this. I know there we're, is. we're st- we st- go straight to like sleeping beauty, the princess, but it's literally that it's been unveiled as sleeping beauties, reawakening fashion so I think we're gonna see a lot of next level or future uh, fashion, I know we saw like a recent resurgence of like Y2K fashion. <laughs> Girl, really, <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm laughing because it says reawakening fashion and you talking about the future, but you're saying because it's like waking, it's, it's breathing waking life it and I see new what you're life. Saying, and to, to me, reawakening fashion means I'm gonna be seeing shit from the nineteen hundreds, yeah. the eighteen hundreds, you bring it back to life and you make it fierce and cunt for this day and you're age. one thousand yeah. percent right. I changed my stance. Okay. But is that shade to say reawakening fashion? Like, are you saying no. fashion is dead? No. No, I think it's I'm think i talking a, about is he saying fashion is No I don't you know okay. what I think honestly What I think he's saying is like Fashion comes in waves I remember when we were Kids mom was like oh my gosh you guys are wearing Gauchos again like we wore gauchos I'm yeah. like you guys are into the high waisted pants We wore high waisted pants Yeah. So I think it's like you, we're bringing these Trends we know fashion is Cyclical yeah. and it it's, you know honey It repeats, it re- repeats itself. itself So it's like Bring back something crazy And just make it fierce For nowadays That's the That's the vibe I am really excited about this Me too I know recently We've seen a resurgence In Y2K fashion Yes I wouldn't be surprised If we saw that But I think we're gonna see Some really really cool nods mm-hmm. Even to like The Bridgerton era Like yeah. I Can totally see that I wouldn't mind Seeing some drop waist gowns yeah. I've been really Into that recently I know it's kind of Like an older style To have a drop waist mm-hmm. But I'm really into to that no I think you're right I think we will see a lot of that stuff I'm guessing a lot of corsets I know they said yeah. They anticipate a lot of florals yes. Here's what I want here's some rules of engagement That I want we're what? talking a lot about rules of engagement Yeah We. Are. I want Everyone to go Hard take fucking Risks yeah go hard hard this is the met fucking gala I don't care if you missed the mark completely baby I'd rather you shoot for the target than play it safe yeah go hard I want to see some crazy shit me too I'm excited I think I'm gonna learn a lot about fashion too only because I don't have a lot of I'm not a fashion historian like there's a lot of things that are gonna be new to me honey and yeah I'm excited to just see it executed well see the concepts Mm -hmm. I love it it's just another reason for creativity really quick this is the last thing I'll say about it what do you think it could be a nod to thrifting no why I mean it could be because like thrifting you're finding older stuff and you're making it your own right it could be but Is I don't this think the- like right on time for that era <laughs> <laughs> what am I overthinking no this? I'm not laughing at you <laughs> what I'm just saying I don't think they took the Met Gala as an opportunity to honor thrifting. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're You're being petty. No, I'm really not being petty. I'm just saying like it could be a nod to like elevated of like um upcycling and things like that. Yes, but baby, they're making brand new garments. (laughs) they're just replicating old old like styles I guess yeah well we gonna see we'll, I'm not we'll, mad at that though you can no. take that angle baby you can yeah, say anything can, really well, Like if you, it's make your it, interpretation yes you put it in a nice pretty bow and everyone will believe it honey that's yes. why people are where they are today because they be selling word salad and selling bullshit hope. lies selling, selling, hope. selling hope and dreams honey exactly alrighty let's get into story 5 so Oprah did release her favorite things list per my math now y'all can fact check me but per my math it was a total of 108 hours. Um, items that she announced me personally I wasn't excited about too many items on the list okay. but there were a few things on the list I would buy so like they she had a Le Creusot bread oven that I would totally buy Same. there was an electric pizza oven that I would totally buy and then she also had the Telfar bag on her list which I would buy a Telfar bag I don't know if I'd buy the one she had on her list it was like the purple medium shopping tote like dark purple mm-hmm. I think it's eggplant oh, girl I can't think of the color okay but um I would get a Telfar bag. I don't know if I would get that bag. Um, there were also a lot of Oprah product plugs, which mm. included color purple movie tickets. Oprah's The Life You Want journals. And then the Build, Your, Build the Life You Want written by Oprah and Arthur C. Brooks, the books that we have mentioned and talked about um, on a few earlier episodes of the podcast. Here's my thing. So I remember when I was a kid. I yeah. was so you you were more excited about this shit than I was. It was like Oprah's favorite things. Everyone gets something. Yeah. So now that I'm older, I have a hot take
1: coming oh in Lord. hot off the press of the What PM is your back. hot
0: take? So I I don't believe that these are her favorite Shut things. Shut the fuck Paige, up. I are swear you serious? to fucking God. Yes. Why don't you believe it? This is not this woman is a Fucking billionaire. Now listen, okay. There's a show. Now you don't watch it, but probably a lot of people do. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. And one of the funny bits on the show is that there's this comedian, and she plays one character for her bit. She's like really like relatable, and like she's you know one of the people, and Mm. she gets it. She's like you know she's a round the way girl kind of, and then. What she is behind the scenes is like prim and proper drink champagne, mm. bougie as fuck. Bougie doesn't even cut it. Okay. And I feel like if Oprah put what her actual favorite things are, which none of us can fucking afford, yeah, people would attack her. Okay. I don't believe that this is her favorite things list. It's obviously an enormous focus on affordable items, which I totally love. And I don't think that she can't have favorite things that are affordable items. Everything on the list was pretty much around the $200 mark or under. But there were a few um, items that went above that. One of the highest items on her list was $600. And it was a coffee machine. But I just, I genuinely don't feel like these are Oprah's favorite things. I think I'm going to disagree with you. Girl. I'm going to disagree with you. It reminds me of when Barack Obama comes out with his favorite songs of the year and every time. And they're like, there's no way Barack Obama is listening to Megan the Stallion. I am going to take a limb here. And I'm going to say maybe some of these things are Oprah's favorite things. And you know why I'm going to say this? Why? Because, number one, I'm obsessed with Oprah. And yeah. I like... <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I totally like to think that her integrity as well as Barack Obama's integrity, like, what's well, a little white lie? Like maybe she's never used a bread oven, but maybe of the curated list that her team showed her, it was her favorite out of the yeah. list. But um, I forgot my t- my point. <laughs> God damn! What the fuck is? I don't know, I, but I didn't forget mine. No, so. no, 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 baby, you are gonna give me my my stage uh, <laughs> to speak on Miss Oprah Winfrey? I don't think what's the point of her lying? Just because she's a billionaire doesn't mean she's walking around using six hundred dollar or fifty yes, thousand does. No way! Page. You have to realize, like I'm not even saying that affordable items could never exist on planet Earth of a, of Oprah's favorite things list. I'm saying I myself read the list. And none of this shit excited me. Oh my god! None of it excited me. You know what? Me. The bread oven excites me. The bread oven. I want to learn how to make bread. Yes, that's exciting. And she loves bread. So I why know. not have a bread item on the list? Oh my god! I don't. I disagree. Paige. I disagree. And you know, I love What's the Oprah reason that down, she would honey? lie. What's the reason that she would lie? I don't think she's lying. And you're right. She's not. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think these are her favorite her things. Favorite they things. might be on the third C class list of favorite things. <laughs> not the C class. So her favorite. Are you calling thing? us broke? N- yes. <laughs> compared to Oprah everybody's broke oh my god compared to Oprah everybody's broke but why I say this is because like I told you I find a lot of inspiration from Oprah Winfrey yes for those of y'all who don't know I feel like I say this at nauseam and I'm a broken record so if you want to tell me to shut the fuck up don't I'm just kidding <laughs> watch your mouth this is my podcast and I can say whatever the fuck I want Yes. but I watched like I downloaded the on the own TV app like I watched all of these old Oprah episodes and I see her walking through the room with her team picking up what's going to be the favorite things for the year she loved the iPad I don't know if you remember this story she was obsessed with the iPad when the first thing came out but she couldn't give it away because Apple wouldn't agree to do the deal they weren't able to order it themselves because she loved it so much she wanted to order the iPads there wasn't enough stock of it I feel like she's truly invested in this list like that's what I want to think I think that she's totally invested I think what's wrong with being invested in the list but also being conscious of the economy and inflation Yeah. But and like that her supporters are bro. so here's what i'm gonna tell you so what? for instance when does oprah wear turbans head wrap turbans didn't she have one on the color purple i've oh maybe, <laughs> maybe that was a nod at the color purple and then you have some some uh jewelry on here baby oprah's diamonds are real <laughs> argue with your fucking mother now I Not know Oprah's diamonds are she's real. She's trying to do the look for less, but her favorite diamonds are some shit we can't even goddamn Baby, imagine. we see them on TV. They're ice skating rinks in her ears. I'm just saying, take a look at the list okay take a look okay. at what you're right see. that's fair i haven't seen the list there's you're right. like there's just there i'm not buying it now okay. i i okay. love oprah down and she might love pajamas yeah. she might love socks but it ain't the ones on the list okay okay she okay. got the look for less so we could afford it and she didn't get attacked by the ether rich mob Ugh. okay i just i just love oprah and Me like too. even if like she did give us the little you know like whatever like maybe she didn't include like the $6,000 coffee machine maybe she, she included the 600, $600 one that's but like that doesn't similar. mean she doesn't like it right no. like it has the same specs so um, on this podcast we stand Oprah Winfrey and we like, do period we stand her baby but, but that's I think it's funny it is but the, the song thing about Barack Obama like he I'm sure he listens to music like that's more of a reach for me for people saying it's fake he listens to music he has daughters our age yes like there's no way that he's not hurt he <laughs> listens to the fucking radio he's alive right like uh, so i have a a hot take on that one what what's the hot take? i think that a few of the songs on the list are his favorite but i think page everything is curated you have to realize it ain't even no shade like everything you know what i think they can say like hey here are some of the songs we're loving maybe his staffers is given to him and he chooses his favorite Child, probably so, and the songs he probably fuck with would get his ass in trouble, so he can't even say it. Oh lord, I'm serious. He probably really fucks with a lot of music that people would sit there and say, "Barack Obama listens to this." President Obama listens to this. Before we move into the nightcap TV recap, what would be on your favorite things list for this year? Ooh, you can I go? You can go first. So this year, for the girlies who didn't know, one of the things that I've been introduced to through my lovely sister is probiotics mm. I started off as, with kombucha as a gateway like getting my feet wet I'm a probiotics whore now I take so many probiotics like I might be, un- I might be reversing the effects of probiotics I take um, I take all types of probiotics several I want to say I take like six to seven a day I'm not even kidding yeah you take a lot I go ham with the probiotics <laughs> and then I also like to eat yogurt and then I also like to drink kombucha too mm-hmm. so probiotics would definitely make my favorite things live what else have I been obsessed with? I don't know. I can't um. think of it right now. Ooh, what's one there, for you we could put a whole bunch of shit on the list obviously i've mentioned this several times skims, skims bras yeah it would be on my favorite things list just because i feel like it really changed my life this year another thing that would actually be on my favorite things list would be cheese boards oprah did have a few cheese vi- um, yeah, setting trays. type things on her favorite things list okay i've been really into cheese boards this year wine i've been really into wine Miss would probably make the list baby because that shit Two sips, and you Ooh, good, Caymus. baby. Oh my god, Camus would be on the list somewhere. Remember, oh my god, remember when I spilled the Camus all over the couch? Oh my guys, god. I yes. don't know. Okay, How could so Camus for those of y'all who don't know, Camus is a really, really strong wine. Yep. Um, it's a really excuse me, an expensive wine that has a high alcohol volume. We were introduced to Caymus through Mrs. Monique, Monique Samuels, Samuels on Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. We were celebrating something. We bought a bottle of Camus. I had a light, and this is almost why we needed a new couch. I had a light beige colored couch, right? Why was I drinking red wine on the couch? I don't know. And then she fucked up. And- I, okay, so I literally spilled the wine. I was kind of tipsy. I'm not even going to lie. But like I spilled the wine all over the couch. Yep all over the couch literally ruined the couch and then when she cleaned it up didn't make any sense how she cleaned it up no I fully didn't realize you could just unzip the cushions I would have ran it downstairs our mics are going crazy but I would have ran downstairs to the laundry machine no I decided to just start throwing a whole bunch of shit on the couch I'm talking laundry detergent stain remover I went crazy then bleached the couch where I spilled the wine lighter than the rest of the couch crazy as hell and then as I'm cleaning the couch I'm trying to clean and I'm still tipsy, I'm not even getting the effects. I fall again and spill more Camus <laughs> on the couch. Embarrassing. I'm fucking embarrassing. Embarrassing. Caemas has to be on the list. It has to be on the because list. Because it led us to the couch we needed anyway. Yes. Starbucks um, cups. You know, I kinda wanna skip the recap for tonight because I feel like our mics are fucking up. Okay well So let's hang it up here with the favorite things okay. And what me and you would add To that list we'll be back with a full Episode tomorrow night We're so excited that we're back In I past know. fucking midterms I know. But for now I think that's all she wrote that's all she wrote we'll be back with our nightcap tv recap where we we will be discussing dance with the stars real housewives of salt lake city which we were going to talk about tonight i can't wait for beverly hills and it's gonna be so much fun it was so fun being back with you yes all right sweet dreams night owls bye